Hey, I want to go back real quick to that uh, that potential new stadium. One of the things that we learned from a site visit this week is that a place like that would need a lot of internal signage for wayfinding yeah. in addition to gigantic signs outside to notify the public of who that is. I wonder if anyone could weigh in on, on signage issues who could call in here this morning. Craig, are you with us? I'm here. Hey, good morning, Craig. This is Craig Fravert with Fravert, and their work uh, – is all over the place around town that you're probably just staring at you all the time and you're not even aware of it. But Craig has built a really great company out yeah. there and does some some gr- just fascinating work, in my opinion. But, Craig, you were nice enough to actually give us a tour this week, and we've been talking about it basically nonstop since then. Uh, man, jump in and kind of tell – I'll say it like this. You do signage, but the wayfinding – it's like around UAB and into inside Children's Hospital and basically are all the signs that lead you through buildings and, and, and really make the properties attractive. But then you do some incredibly cool work, like you uh, redid the uh, the uh, Alabama Theater sign yep. and the Google sign in, on the their Atlanta building. And, I mean, some of the stuff you had laying around uh, on our tour the other day, I mean, it's just mind-blowing. One, the size and scope of it and just how you do it. Uh, it's really cool and artistic stuff and is the way I look at it. But, man, tell us a little bit uh, just how you got into it and, and kind of wherever you want to lead us. Well, uh, first of all, thank you all for having me on. And it was it was a lot of fun having you guys take a tour with us Um you know, I kind of got into this business by accident. It was not something that um, I set out to do. I'm not sure anybody sets out to be in the sign business, but um, I had <clears throat> gotten out of school in 1980, which was right after, you know, if y'all remember that, uh, the second oil crisis had just happened. The hostages had been taken. Reagan had just gotten elected. The uh, interest, interest rates are around were 20%. Yeah. Finding a job was kind of hard, so I, I went through a lot of things. I have a degree in marketing and statistics, but all I ever did when I got out of school was some sort of engineering because that's what I could find a job in. And uh, wandering around and excusing the first few years, I ended up working in an electrical contracting business and um, did, did a couple of projects, the Galleria, and then I was also out at the Compass Bank headquarters. And then as that project was winding down, I was looking to see if there was something else I could be doing because I was concerned that because the economy was still a little bit sluggish that I might need to find another job and started looking around and I found this company called Fluorescent Maintenance and um, I ended up just calling these people out of the blue and just telling them I was interested in buying the business and um, at first they turned me down and then about a month later they called me back and said that they were interested and Long story short, I ended up at 31 buying a company, and um, you know we didn't make anything. We were purely a service company, and I, I bought it thinking I was going to expand the electrical side of the business, and um, quickly realized through a set of circumstances that the signage was kind of this niche, and um, so uh, I started investigating that a little bit more, and at the time, <clears throat> there was a new company in Birmingham that was growing wildly called Health South, and <laughs> we uh, started helping them with their signage. And uh, so we had some pretty rapid growth early on. Um, but I realized that I just didn't know enough about signs or anything like that, and we didn't make anything at the time. Right. So I bought the company in 88, and in 94, we started making signs. And... Um, 
we realized that architectural signage was going to be the key, and architectural signage was is pretty much anything that's not retail. It's right. stuff that you see on, like you're saying, hospitals or in stadiums or things like that. Class A office space. Uh, it's much more subdued. It's you know, forty years ago. Everything was on a, a big sign on a pole sticking 40, 50 feet in the air. Right. And um, I realized that that was not going to be the future for us. So that's kind of how we got into it, and it's just grown over the years. Um, we've been very, very fortunate. We've had lots of really great clients, and we have gotten to do some really fun projects. Um, I know I think you're getting ready to have the, somebody from Coke United on, and uh, we did a fun project for them in Macon, Georgia. Yeah. I've actually Coke seen Ball. that, and that looks just amazing. It's a wall-sized sign, and is, it oh, is, wow. it's great looking. Yeah, it's like 30 feet tall and 100 feet wide, and wow. uh, it's curved, and it's got all these bubbles that flash on and off, so it looks like the bubbles are rising. It's, it's, it's amazing. Really pretty cool. Yeah, oh, wow. and then as you mentioned, we did the Google sign over in Atlanta as well, which had a lot of logistical and construction um, challenges. But it was, you know, it's the kind of stuff that we like to do. Yeah. People don't think too much about how those kinds of signs get built or how they get installed, but that's what we love to do. Well, man, those are incredible, and I mean, they really are. Every, I guess iconic is the word. Everybody knows oh, the sure. Alabama theater sign. Everybody is going well, if they don't already mm-hmm. know that Coke sign. But it, the thing that's amazing to me is, uh, I mean, Craig, y'all y'all did the sign behind the desk in our lobby, and it's. I mean, y'all do y'all knock that out day after day after day, and. Uh, and then, like the hospital stuff, we were kind of l- laughing that, uh, it, you know, uh, nobody really thinks about it. But one, it blends in seamlessly and really helps create the environment. But uh, without it, I mean, you would be you would have like the the paper note with an arrow, you know, go that way instead of what it is. And in a hospital, I mean, not only did y'all do the interior like at, at Children's, you did the huge, you know, kind of red circle, the iconic, yeah, 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 that everybody sees. I mean, there's a ton to these projects, and then. You know, when you start talking about cranes and pulley systems and uh, all of this, I mean, there's a ton that goes into it. Well, it, you know, I sit there and I think what, what was remarkable to me is, again, on those internal signs, right? Uh, everybody looks at the, uh, the, the giant iconic sign outside. Uh, but when we dug in a little bit, like, say, on the Children's Hospital, and I asked, you know, approximately the volume of signs that had to be done for that, I think I'm correct. Did, did you say there were about 11,000 signs that had to be generated? No, 1,100. 1,100 signs. Yeah, excuse me, 1,100 signs to be generated and installed inside. And so suddenly, you know, you start to understand the volume. So, I, you know, I talk about, for example, you know, going out to this new stadium if, if they build it in, in Chicago or stadiums anywhere. I mean, you know, those require a bunch of signs or schools require, uh, you know, signs outside of their classroom. You know, who makes those? Well, the answer is Fravert. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's one of the fun things about it is, is people, as you just said, nobody really thinks about. And when, a lot of times, when people think of signs, they think of banners or billboards. But the kinds of signs that we do, most people don't know where they come from. Unfortunately, sometimes our customers think they sit on a shelf and they can just call <laughs> yeah. up the day before they need them. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, one of the things you mentioned, and uh, I mean, I think it's, I think it's, it's almost uh, a lot of people say it in passing, but I mean, you hit it on the head, just. The business part of this, I mean, one, you've done a, a 
phenomenal job of just being a good business businessman and growing yeah. your business. And I think you said y'all had like you know, 13 or 14 people when you bought, you know, the original company and you've got, you know, 50, 50 something, yeah. you know, now uh, right. that's amazing. But I mean, it, it does, it all comes back. You said to relationships, you, the thing of all of this you've enjoyed the most is building the relationships with the clients and, you know, helping them grow and seeing, you know, how that goes. Plus the part of, uh, you know, helping the people that uh, that that you're that are on your staff out there. You, you talked about uh, getting a kick out of seeing them being very proud of driving around town and seeing their sure. work. You know, hanging at all these businesses everybody uh, are familiar with. Absolutely, I, I think that's probably one of the most fun parts about what we do is is that it you know it's you get the engagement with the team because they they get to go out and see their own handiwork and they're very proud of it um as i've mentioned to you is probably to the annoyance of their friends and family that they're <laughs> pointing it out oh we did this we did this but <clears throat> it's also as we talk about internally it's it's the same thing but different every day and um because yes at the end of the day we're making signs but every one of them is custom built every one of them is different they all have their own challenges and there's so many things that go into it that people don't realize, um, particularly when you're talking about interior signs and the ADA compliance and things like that, but also on the exterior, getting their colors right and getting it scaled right and getting it attached to the building. So it, it's, been a, it's been a wonderful career. And like I said, it was not something that I set out to do, but I stumbled into it, and uh, I have really, really enjoyed it. It made it easy for me to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to yeah. get to office every day and put in the hours that i did um well man you love it so and yeah i do i do and and uh so we're very fortunate and we're expanding and you know we're, we do work already across the southeast but our our hope is is to have uh teams in in various large cities like atlanta and nashville and charlotte uh in the future so well, man you're on your way for sure and one thing i'll say i mean being doing what i do every day on the insurance side just walking around y'all's facility it was spotless. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was really well kept, and uh, that says a lot about you too. Uh, just the way you run your business, Thank and uh, it seemed like all all the folks you know working were really happy and and enjoying you know making these things. It uh, and it's some cool stuff. I'm not going to say what all was out there, but yeah. uh, really cool. Some of the process that goes into it. it. We're on the we're on the air here with Craig Fravert of Fravert, and you know, Craig. Um, one of the things that I want to do to compliment you is, you know, we, we had you at your desk and we were just asking, you know, off camera, off the microphone, you know, what's your favorite sign? And honestly, you, your response to that was uh, a, a complete deferral away from that and an explanation that your favorite thing is when a customer calls you back um, and, and asks you to do a new project, that that's the thing that you most delight in. And I thought that was really a, a great point. A, yeah, a remarkable response. And, and I think, um, uh, you know, a due compliment to your character. I, it, it, and, and as Thank you, you. I, I think I'm also impressed by how you understood to, in a, uh, to to expand vertically, to go from manufacturing to installation to service, as you're talking about expanding, you know, to different locations. But while we won't talk about what you're able to do with it, you're clearly on the technological leading edge of this too. Uh, it was remarkable what's going on in that air-conditioned um, uh, that air conditioned uh, design space. It, it really is fantastic what you guys are accomplishing. Well, thank you. Yeah, they, uh, the interiors department and, and what they're able to do with their and be creative and some of the machinery that we have has really allowed us to provide a higher level of not only quality but creativity for our clients. And, uh, and that has been a lot of fun. It's been a learning curve because you don't necessarily learn to do those day one, but 
with the experience that we have with our team, it's allowed them to be very creative, and that that's another thing that gets them engaged is, is they have a lot of freedom to help create stuff that uh, ordinarily they might not if it's just told them this is what you're going to do kind of a thing. So it's hey, been fun. It really Craig, has. I was thinking about this. I didn't think about it when we were out there, but I, I mentioned that y'all did the sign behind our desk. I was just sitting here thinking we actually might be the smallest client y'all have. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, you, you say that, but in reality, we because we are big on the relationships, we do all kinds of stuff. It can be $100 worth of vinyl on a, on a door we'll do for folks, or it could be a million-dollar project that we do for somebody like Coke United. So yeah. not that that project costs that much, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, hey, you do an amazing uh, job. It really is artful. we gotta, we got to run uh, and get on to some other stuff. Uh, anything you want to say in closing? No, just thank you all so much for having me on. You know, I've, I've always thought of our little business as just a little business, and uh, to have you all recognize us and, and ask us to be part of this show, I'm I'm very appreciative. Well, man, so glad you could join us. Y'all do beautiful work. Keep up the good work because, uh, again, I think you run a, a just a remarkable business yeah, out there. Everybody's sure. seen that, again, that we saw out there seem to be happy doing what they do, and that's, that's, a, that's an accomplishment in and of itself. Well, thank you all again. All right. All right well, we'll see you, Craig. Have a great weekend. Yeah. All right. Y'all take care. All right. That was Craig Fravert of Fravert. Uh, and, and by the way, you've seen their trucks and signage around town. Yeah. And if you don't think that you have, uh, now that you've heard it, I promise you'll start to see them. And, uh, you know, they're, they're just about the only game in town and continually uh, expanding. So when I say that about, you know, the potential future Chicago Stadium, I'm really not joking. It could be information to change your life forever. Or the Something You Should Know podcast could just be something interesting. I'm talking with Brian Hare, author of the book Survival of the Friendliest. Because our minds are built for friendliness, we survived and those other species went extinct. We met hundreds of individuals that we could learn from and cooperate with. Friendliness leads to cooperation, which leads to innovation, which leads to civilization. If only I could say it so concisely. Yeah. Join Mike Carruthers and guests for Something You Should Know. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.